0: The deal is if you don't have intentional markers around the things that you value most, yeah. you will drift by nature. Absolutely. So, what are those? It's not that you have to grind out every one of these roles and with, you know, these minute goals, though that may help you. Yeah. It's more just centering back up yeah. on the main thing and then submitting that to God, praying over it, and then what I find is that my accomplishment of those goals, if you will, or my response to those goals is never a straight line. Yeah, it, It's, so a, it's a bit like <laughs> circular. I, I think I'm not even getting there. And I look back at the end of the year and say, wow, we made it up the mountain. right? <laughs> yeah. we, we did go farther than I thought yeah. we did because we actually focused on the right thing.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Passion and Purpose. This is Brandon with hey. Jimmy. How are you doing today? I'm
0: doing good, man. Doing really yeah. good,
1: actually. Random update. How's your face doing? I'm sure most us know. Face. <laughs> Not face a question <laughs> you ask
0: many people, but you know, it, things have plateaued the last couple of months, right. and so I'm still believing for a full oh. resurrection. I, I will say this, and I've said it before: is when you have a trial, you know, there you do everything you know to do, and then you wait, right? Yeah. In the scripture, over and over, uh, that word "wait" in the Psalms means wait with expectancy. Yeah. It's not just kind of chill out. It's like a it's like a leaning in. I'm yeah. waiting with expectancy. Yeah. It's like you happen. know the arrival of, of Jesus yeah. at Christmas Day or the coming again of the Lord. There's this kind of Maranatha attitude. You know, mm. come quickly, Lord Jesus. And so you know the the, the waiting is being at peace mm-hmm. uh, and not. You know, going, getting to all uh, whatever torqued out about yeah. what's not happening, but also waiting with the expectancy. So I'm still expectant yeah. for a full resurrection. Yeah. So
1: those listening, join me in prayer right now for Jimmy. Amen. Come, for right on. Now, come on. we pray in Jesus' name that you completely yes. heal Jimmy's face and mm. everything, every nerve, everything would mm. come back in alignment Thank with you, your Lord. kingdom, with heaven, Lord. That everything is right in heaven. So we release healing over Jimmy's mm. face in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Lord. Amen. Thank hey, you, get, guys. Get people agreeing for prayer. Yeah, I love, love this. That. Come on. Hey, so we were just talking about uh, how at the end of every year, you and you encourage people to do this, but sure. to, to review the year, but also yeah. kind of tee up the next year coming. So I thought it would be a great time to kind of equip people sure. with some resources or some thoughts or some questions to, re- to get them prepared for 2020. So why don't yeah. you just take us through a, a few of the resources that are on your sure. mind. Sure.
0: Well, well a, a good way to frame it up is this morning I was praying over my family, who are now all adult children mm-hmm. and sons-in-law, and and I was uh, just thinking, all right, what all do I want them to review resource-wise to be sharp in Jesus or ready to go for the new year? And you know, one of those uh, first things, let me just give a general kind of thing and then I'll tell you the resources that, mm-hmm. that I've been distributing Sounds to great. everybody. And I'm gonna at the end leave them for everybody to grab if you want them. Um, but I think that when, you, when, you, when you're saying, God, how do I close a year and what am I looking forward to? You first need to look back and say, all right, pause and just say, what has God done? What are those key markers? And you literally have to remind yourself. Yeah. You know, the scripture is full of, you know, consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, or remember the deeds of God, mm-hmm. or uh, uh, remember that which he has done. is is all over the Bible, yeah. because that remembrance brings renewal of faith, renewal yeah. of heart, and it lets you see the hand of God. And the the deal is, I wish we saw God in front of us, Mm. but we look over our shoulder, and that's where we see God, right? Mm. The glory of God is our backside. So I literally encourage people to go through January. What did God do in January? Mm. And then February, March, April, May, go through each month, just take a little exercise, the 12-month journey uh, of 2019. And find the markers where God met you, or God spoke, or God led, or an encounter that happened, and just thank Him. And then do the same process with where you were disappointed, or disillusioned, or something broken happened. And make sure that you have given that to Jesus, waited Mm -hmm. for a moment on how He sees it, kind of where were you, God, in that, and letting Him... Restore your soul, yeah. as Psalm 23 says. So you've got so this good. looking back at the goodness of God, and then you have a looking back in the pain of the journey and redeeming it, right? Yeah. Because God's God of
1: redemption. So, so that that'd be kind of your your big kind yeah. of overview there. And I love what you said recently: is like it, it, that it's discouraging what can happen in a week, yes. but it's so <laughs> encouraging what can happen in a year. Yes. I, as I. If I just get stuck in my week instead yeah. of looking back at the whole year, as I, if I look back in the year, then I can actually be so much more encouraged than oh, I, when I was goodness. on the journey. Oh. and I love what you said that sometimes, sometimes people are like, "Wow, well, you're just thinking positive all the time." You're not even. It, it's no, we we bring God into every area, the Absolutely. highs and lows. We want to review all of it with Him so we can find Him in all things.
0: Absolutely, and yeah. and here's what I know: uh, Whenever I get in a room with people who've traveled the journey a while. Yeah. Right? they talk about this one encounter I had with God, this mm. one sentence that somebody said at the right time, mm. this one thing carried me. There's a lot of junk that goes on, on the, in our lives in between these key words or key responses. But if you don't identify those key places, you lose hope, yeah. right? It's just, it's just um, the world's too messy, too broken yeah. to focus on it, yeah. right? That's why we, we Focus on the throne room. So anyway, so that's a big review process. So now, now we just get down to resources. So first one I'm sending my kids is, they did a mission statement uh, a couple of years ago as uh, as kids, uh, and when I say kids, these are again young adults. Of hey, what where do they want to see our family go for the future? Mm-hmm. It was a great uh, mission statement, and so I. I am bringing to our family vacation uh, 10 copies of that mission statement in bold letters on one side. On the other side of the paper is the, all the things they talked about how to get there. What are the values we want to live out? What do we want to be known for? So they they just among themselves kind of whiteboarded while Lauren and I watched, what do we want to redeem? What do we want to carry in our lives? What values do we care about? And then came up with a mission statement about being a radical, sold-out people. So I'm bringing them a mission statement by reminder and just saying, has anything changed in Mm -hmm. this? What are you guys celebrating? So that's, Mm -hmm. that's tool number one. Yeah. Um, then tool number one, two is my uh, whole deal, and we did a podcast in June, which we reference often on roles and goals. Yeah. So just a, a way to just like, once again just go through the checklist: what is yeah. it that God said? What's what's God doing? Uh, and then um, uh, another resource is kind of uh, kind of roadmap for the next year. Yeah. And um, uh, I, uh, Robert Herbert did this little piece yeah. on roadmap for the next year so. I put that in there and so we've got kind of review of what God's done, number one. Number two, what is the mission that we have all clarified, just reminder of our mission. Then number three is roles and goals and roadmaps, questions to ponder before the Lord on what is this next year going to look like. And and I, I want to pause and say this about uh, kind of these kind of exercises. You say, well, you know, I'm more spontaneous or, uh, or somebody says, yes, you know, I'm looking for every detail and everything. <laughs> the deal is, is if you don't have intentional markers around the things that you value most, yeah. you will drift by nature. Absolutely. So what are those? It's not that you have to grind out every one of these roles and with – you know, these minute goals, though that may help you, it's more just centering back up on the main thing and then submitting that to God, praying over it. And then what I find is that my accomplishment of those goals, if you will, or my response to those goals is never a straight line. Yeah, it, it's, so a, it's a bit like <laughs> circular. I, I think I'm not even getting there. And I look back at the end of the year and say, wow, we made it up the mountain, right? <laughs> yeah. we, we did go farther than I thought yeah. we did because we actually focused on the right thing, Yeah. right? So if anything, these roles and goals, they are defined, they are intentional, they are clear, yeah. but they're more just focusing on the right yeah. thing. Okay.
1: Helps me say when I get it down the... Right. I, it, it's sometimes those roles and goals are helpful to bring back up and just be like, "Oh yeah, that's what I." Th- yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's uh, that, what that I do. Yeah. Did. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. So uh, so again, those resources of uh, roles and goals, roadmap, we yeah. mission statement, and then um, uh, the next little piece is seven questions for men and seven questions mm-hmm. for women. There you go. And. Um, the, uh, I got these years ago from a, a great old Bible teacher named Chuck Swindoll. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, not in any particular order, but I'll have these resources for you. But yeah. the basic questions uh, are, uh, have you fulfilled God's call on your life this week or assignment? We'll talk about that in just a minute. Yeah. Um, have you been in a questionable environment with anyone from the opposite sex that's inappropriate mm. or could be viewed as inappropriate? Mm or all your financial dealings of the highest integrity Mm. this week? Is there anything uh, lacking? Did you give appropriate attention to your family and to your relationships? Mm. Um, Is there any impure thought or unresolved uh, inner world issue that you need uh, to share with someone or communicate? Mm. And uh, and then I I love that at the end, number seven is, (laughs) have you just lied to me about any of the first six? (laughs) Which actually, uh, is the most important question yep. because it's not our best intentions. It's, it's uh, our honesty and response mm. to God's word. You know, well, you know, I, I just left that little part out because it's not that big of a deal. Well, it's not that big of a deal uh, if it may be in the big picture, but the devil knows what wasn't yes. in the open.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's where he's eating your lunch or my lunch. And and too many times I've either neglected to bring everything to the light, or uh, I've pondered who do I bring it to the light to and found myself not bringing it to the light and then getting kicked later on. Mm. Uh, Hopefully not in the big things, but at least in the little things. So by having this seven question deal, nobody is perfect. This is the one they wanna make sure to say, obviously, I am not, and the, the, as the years go on, I identify more with Paul that I'm the chiefest of sinners, <laughs> not the chief victor, victorious one, if you will. But um, So I realize my weaknesses more and more, yeah. so therefore I realize that these kind of tools and helps yeah. are more needful, actually, yeah. not less needful. Because, yeah. I mean, golly, think about it. Uh, I've been walking with Jesus very p- aggressively, if you will, or not aggressively, but very intentionally for 35 years, Mm. and each of these tools, I need every one of them right now at 55 years old. So whoever's out there thinking you don't need this, (laughs) uh, that's called deception, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because we all drift, man. We've got to have something like this, some markers and some tools. So I'm putting in the seven questions.
1: Good. And you're processing that with who?
0: Um, it, what my goal uh, over the holidays, because I will have time with yeah. everybody, is to go on a walk for 30 minutes to an hour, yeah. and I'll, I'll present it to everybody. Uh, kind of this a little aside, but what mm-hmm. we're what we're doing now that everybody's adults and they, they have not only their own walks with God, but they have their own families and the things that God's speaking to them is we kind of say hey what's one event that everybody everybody gets one event over these days we're going to be together Mm -hmm. uh every every uh adult couple or individual they're doing a devotional time everybody kind of is deciding on one meal a day and then they choose one thing they would really like to do to be fresh and renewed Mm -hmm. so my one thing is this, <laughs> that mm-hmm. I get everybody's attention and yeah. I get to talk about this. And they want to, they're not, yeah. but but that's the one thing I want to do. Because is as is, is my own commitment is to leave a legacy mm. of three and four generations of godliness, mm-hmm. I need to lead on realigning us yeah. consistently. Yeah. And and that's my desire for our whole movement, yeah. let alone for my own children and uh so that's the only that's the only thing I'm asking i'll do anything anybody else wants to do, <laughs> but just give me that you know that couple of hours on our devotional time to talk about this, yeah. and then uh the privilege of just going for a walk and yeah. talking it all through um, so those are those are the big deals i think yeah. that if if anyone were to do these things consistently, yeah. just this little packet of stuff, I really think that it would keep you sharp it would remind you it would keep you intent and and in the end what i do know and that this is kind of the old man talking here after mm-hmm. all these years jesus is the only thing that ultimately satisfies and his ways are the only thing that work yeah and if you don't realign with your life giving opportunity to be satisfied yeah. in him and you don't intentionally walk in a way character-wise and practically around his assignment for your life or his leadership on your life, then you find yourself constantly restless and constantly falling in ditches Mm -hmm. and getting out. And then what happens is, Life gets complex in your mind and you start getting weird on philosophies and theologies and all this stuff because you're just not simply satisfied in yeah. Jesus and walking in his ways. So you try to create all kinds of smoke screens to yeah. justify yourself or to get rid of your guilt or your shame or uh, you know, try to be make life happier for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll tell you. If you don't get it simple, get it clear and realign, yeah then you're 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 not going to find peace somewhere else
1: ultimately so good can you take just the last yeah one or two minutes of this podcast and just tell me a little bit more about what is assignment because i know we've talked a little bit like my role or my calling but sure assignment what is how to yeah, what is a, a sign absolutely. Of how absolutely.
0: Yeah, this is this is kind of a fresh thing for me in yeah. trying to articulate calling. Yeah. Um, we often talk about okay, I'm surrendered to Jesus, I'll do anything. Yeah. And then I know I'm called to the nations or I'm called to Uh, be a prophetic voice in my generation or I'm called to serve people, whatever, music or whatever it is. So we have these callings, these sense of big, broad callings, and we're calling everybody to surrender. But that huge gap in between is what do I do today or what What do I I do in this season, right? And, And what I find is for most people that have walked with God a long time, when, when, you re- when you realize what the assignment is, okay, so yeah. for instance, for me, my assignment in 2020 is on Monday and Tuesdays to be fully invested in Waco, Texas and everything that God's yeah. doing here. And that, that's clair- clarity for me. Yeah. So my meetings, my processes, my prayers, my intentionality, it is Waco, Texas. And really, most of the time it's gonna be Sunday through Tuesday, I am all focused. On Wednesdays I've got at this season my assignment is to make sure to get these podcasts out and communications and connect people with the message of Jesus for this hour cuz I don't want to miss it yeah. right and then on Thursdays that's that's all about international and national and all everything that God's called me to do related to that Fridays yeah. is a Sabbath and many of those weekends I'm traveling and adjusting those schedules and all that but by me clarifying in my mind what I'm to do in this season in yeah. a very practical way, then I'm able to know uh, that I'm on cue, on on clarity with God's assignment in this hour. Yeah. Now, let me shift it to something else. If you're a student, then your assignment is to study that which God has put before you or called you to do yeah. with all your heart. It's to invest in the relationships in your life, and it's to look forward to uh, uh, what is what does the future hold? Get information, meet with people, whatever if you're a young adult and you are working, whether you're working as a barista yeah. or you're working uh, as a finance guy on Wall Street, it doesn't matter yeah. it's is this my assignment and do I do it with all my heart? So if you're a Wall Street finance guy, do it with all your heart in this season, yes. but don't get attached to it as yeah. your identity that's it that's right? It. If you're a barista, Do it with all your heart in this season, but don't get attached to it as your identity, right? Our assignments will change practically, but our calling doesn't change. Absolute surrender, invest in who's in front of you, contend for the city you live in, love the people around you, believe God for breakthrough. And then I have these assignments. I'm a teacher, I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor, I'm a construction worker, I'm a barista, I'm a part-time worker, I'm a full-time worker that doesn't make you godly or ungodly yeah it makes you assigned by god to be in that space yeah. and in that place you do that with all your yeah. heart and you're teed up for whatever the future and it holds. makes
1: every season purposeful because it's not about absolutely how, once i get to my calling then right. i'll start walking out in my assignment oh, no, my t- goodness. today this this season whatever you're doing if you see it as an yep. assignment from god yes intention from god whether it's the most glorious thing or the most simple thing exactly you see it as an assignment then, then you'll be you'll be fruitful.
0: Yeah, and man, if I could just uh, this is hard to stop <laughs> no, right here. But but we'll, what I would we'll say what podcast. I would say with that is when people say I feel aimless, I feel purposeless, I'm yeah. not sure what I'm doing, and all that. Hey, that's a fair emotion. We're all there at different seasons, different times. It's not yeah. a problem with feeling that way or having those thoughts. We we get it. We understand. But just pause for a minute and say, all right, the best I know by faith, am I doing what God's put before yeah. me? And if it's mowing lawns, when I was mowing lawns, I was mowing lawns with all my heart oh, Jesus. and trying to win people to Jesus that I was mowing their lawns for. When I was substitute teaching and making $30 a day way back in the 80s, substitute teaching, I took that as an assignment from yes. God. I led people to Jesus. I affected people's lives. I, You know Whether I had a part-time job or when I had a little training school of eight people, that was the most important thing on the planet. Mm. Nothing else mattered because that was my assignment. And I believe with all my heart, if I didn't mow those lawns unto God, then I would miss out on what the next move God had for me. If I didn't do substitute teach or if I didn't um, give that training school everything that I had. Because so many times because of our self-interest, we're always drifting into what's in it for me, what's best for me, who thinks I'm great, where yeah. my identity. We're just swimming yeah. in stuff that is may or may not being answered right now by God. Yeah. We need to seek God. We need to be diligent. We need to be, just like we're talking about, reflect and look yeah. forward and all that. And then wherever you land, whether it's your preferred place of service yeah. or not, serve with all your heart. Yeah. God can't stay away from a submitted servant.
1: Absolutely,
0: I guarantee you. Embrace your assignment, and you will so find good. God's will for your life.
1: So good. Well, we're going to need to do another yes. podcast on that one. Yep. But yep. It, in in review, these resources, we'll yep. put them on the Instagram. Yep, we'll put them on JimmyCybert Yep, we'll make sure that people can can get them, and then uh, and then we will also be continually talking about this. So, as you leave for the holidays, yeah. what is your assignment? Yes, absolutely. As you're going yes. through these resources, be also asking, okay, what in this next season? Yes. What's this seasonal assignment or assignments from God?
0: Come on, this could be the greatest
1: holiday of your life. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch movement. For more information, please visit JimmySybert.com and Antioch.org. We'll see you next time.